On this episode, I'm talking about four lessons that we can learn from Peter walking on water with Jesus. I'm also going to give you some questions that can help you reflect on how this applies to you. Let's get into it right now. This is Your Faith at Work, the show that helps you get your faith out of the church and into the world. God is on the move right now in the marketplace and culture through people just like you. You were created for influence and impact. Let's take your faith to the next level. Learn more at ryanshoward.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ryan S. Howard. Welcome back to another episode of Your Faith at Work. I'm Ryan Howard, and we're talking about the Apostle Peter today. He was a great man of faith, but he was a man who stumbled, but uh, he never failed to follow Jesus. His life was filled with many lessons that can encourage us today and give us hope for our own walk with Christ. Now, I'm going to go over four specific lessons that we can learn from when Peter walked on water with Jesus. And this is in Matthew 14, verses 25 to 31. Now, let's get right into it. The first lesson is that Peter had great faith. Peter had great faith. Peter wanted to take the risk. Now, remember, what is faith? Faith is relying on and trusting in God. Trusting in and relying on God. Now, Peter wanted to take the risk. He wanted to walk on the water. If you remember, it was his idea. He said, hey, Jesus, if it's you, call me to come to you. And so by faith, he did. And Jesus called him and he went out. And so it didn't make any sense for him to step on the water with his natural mind, his natural understanding. He had to do it by faith, by trusting in and relying on Jesus. So what about you? Where do you need to step out in faith? Where do you need to trust in and rely on God? No matter how hard Peter thought about it, he could not have come up with a way that he could walk on the water. You know, sometimes we just need to take the step that God is calling us to take before we can see how it's going to unfold. And so where are you staying safe? Where are you staying in the boat instead of stepping out in faith onto the water? Now, the second lesson is Peter's doubt came from his natural eyes. Peter's doubt came from his natural eyes. Peter doubted when he looked at his surroundings. He took his eyes off of Jesus. You know, he was out walking on the water, step after step after step, and then he noticed the sea around him. He took his eyes off Christ, and he looked down, and then he started to sink. So it can be far too easy to take our eyes off Jesus and become consumed with our circumstances. But the thing is, it's often our circumstances which is what God wants to use to grow our faith because we need to trust in him. You know, Peter had to trust in Jesus no matter what it looked like around him. There's no way with his natural eyes that it looks like he's going to continue walking on water. It has to be done by looking at Jesus and continuing in faith. So when we only look at what's around us, you know, we can't see things the way God sees them. When when Peter took his eyes off, off of God and looked at his surroundings, his faith withered and he began to sink. And the same happens with us when we take our eyes off God, you know, but we need to walk by faith. So what about you? Is there a situation that makes it easy for you to take your eyes off Christ? Well, the first step is to recognize it and then give it, give God time 
to get you, give you the perspective on these things, to actually get with him. You know, it's about him and his desire, what he wants to do. He wants to make us more like Christ, and he can use these situations for exactly that. And he will use it to build his kingdom, to spread his influence as we represent his interests throughout the world at whatever table we're sitting at, no matter what, whether it's at home, whether it's at work, whether it's out in the culture or the community, whatever it might be. Now, we may not always see how, but we can trust Christ. We may not always see how things will work out, but we know we can trust him. And that means we need to walk by faith. So lesson number three, Peter turned to Jesus when he started to sink. So he took his eyes off of Jesus, started to sink. But what did he do? Did he turn back to the boat and try to swim? No, he he reached out. When he sank, when he failed, he turned to Jesus, not back to the boat. He didn't go back to the old way of doing things. You know, when we encounter problems, it can be easy to just focus on the situation in front of us or to have, you know, how our natural self may want to handle something. But when Peter realized what was happening, he reached out to Jesus in desperation and Jesus saved him. You know, and he wants to do the same with you. He wants to do the same with me. Whether it's a big, big deal or whether it's some small little thing, we can reach out to Jesus. We are safe when we reach out to him and ask Jesus for help. But it doesn't mean that everything will be easy or, you know, there'll be no problems after that. You know, we can look at the rest of Peter's life, but that is the pattern that we should have. You know, we don't want to be falling and sinking in all the time, but if it does happen, we need to reach out to Jesus immediately, like now, not after we try and do it on our own a little bit and soak for a little bit and go on Google and try and make ourselves feel better and YouTube and Instagram, whatever. (laughs) No, turn to Jesus right away. The longer we wait, the harder it gets. So let's just get rid of the junk and turn to him right away. Ask Ask him for help and support. Put our hand out to him, just like Peter did. So what about you? Where do you need to turn back to Christ for help? Don't waste time thinking that you need to fix something before you turn to him. It's not like, well, I got to get this out of my life and then God will, uh, you know, accept me. It's like, well, I need to, I need to clean this up, you know, and then I'll be able to have a clear mind and a conscience and everything. I can go after Christ. Like, no, God needs to help you clean up. This is an inside out job. You know, this is from the inside out. That's the way God does things. He's transforming you and we will never be We will never get ourselves shined up enough to be ready if we think that's the way it happens, that I need to clean this up before I go to Christ. We're never going to be shiny enough. In fact, fact, the, the, the Bible says that's filthy rags when we try and do that, when we think that our own works is what's going to make us righteous. No. We, we need Christ. And so reach out the hand, ask him for help. He's ready and waiting. It's a, God has a one-step program. It's not a 12-step. It's not a six-step. It's not a two-step. It's a one-step program. We turn to him. We surrender. We give our life to him. We just turn and, and run after him. And we, and we surrender to him. And we can do that no matter how close we are or far away or whatever it might be. But we just need to do it. The enemy wants to deceive us to make us think that, well, we got to do all this stuff first and we got to do it. No, don't buy into all that. That's just junk from the enemy. Okay, lesson four. Jesus helped Peter immediately. Jesus helped Peter immediately. Jesus didn't leave Peter to fend for himself or to figure out how to get out of the situation that was caused by his doubt. You know, Peter's doubt. And looking at his circumstances is what got him 
in the circumstance where he was sinking. And he didn't just sit there and say, well, you got to learn. You're going to have to figure it out from here. No, he helped him. Now, I'm not saying there's never consequences. Of course, God lets us experience the consequences of our decisions. That doesn't mean he's not there with us, though. Because Romans 8, 28 God says God uses all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. That's true at church. That's true at home. That's true at work. That's true with mistakes you've made. Doesn't mean we should be sloppy, but you know what? When the mistakes are there, it's time to put them through the lens of Romans 8.28. How can God use even those for our good? Well, you're going to learn something. You're going to be able to give advice to someone. You're going to be developed you know, that is how God operates. He doesn't waste anything. Imagine that. There, God has provision for everything that comes to you. Everything. And I don't mean to make light of, of very difficult things at all. Don't hear me saying that. Zero percent saying that. But he will help immediately. And it, it may not be exactly the way that we think, but we know, you know, if we are really surrendered and really reaching our hand out to him and really coming to him, he will give us peace and joy and in the circumstances that surpasses our understanding. It just does not make sense to our natural mind. And, you know, when we start to walk in this, we walk by the spirit, then we can start to get it. You know, it's a spirit. The Bible says spiritually understood book. And all of these truths are understood by the spirit. It's not just an intellectual thing. Of course, there. The, 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 I've studied the Bible for almost 20 years. I've got a PhD in biblical studies. I love theology. I love all of these things. It is the most intellectually satisfying thing on earth. I've got engineering degree. I've got all kinds of economics, currency trading, all kinds of the the high level math, order, high order math, all these things. Very intellectually satisfying. Nothing is as satisfying as seeing that the Bible is a picture book of Jesus Christ and how everything points to him. And it is something that we can, you know, an elephant can wade in, but a child can also safely walk in. I mean, it is just how deep do you want to go? It's incredible. And, but, but we need to be with God. We need to be looking to Jesus to have him come and help us with this. And so Jesus when Peter reached his hand out to him, what does he say? Matthew 14, 31, he says, why do you doubt? So the simplicity of this question is just mind-blowing. You know, he, he made he made it clear how unnecessary Peter's doubt was. And, and then he, when he started to sink, like, how unnecessary is the doubt that we have, that God has our best interest in mind, that God knows what's coming by the end of this podcast, that God knows what's coming tomorrow, that God knows what's coming a year from now, two years from now. God knows what's happening in this situation in your life right now. He knows what he wants to transform in you from the situation. He knows how he wants to use you for the people around you. He knows how he wants to reveal himself to you and through you in whatever situation it is. So what about you? Where do you doubt? I mean, where can you reach out your hand to Jesus and just turn to him and just know that he will help you immediately? And you can do that by faith, trusting and relying on God. And we know that whatever is done without faith is sin and without faith, it's impossible to please God. So imagine that we've got nothing to do with what you and I do (laughs) has everything to do with our faith, our trust in him, our relying on him. Now, I'm not saying what we do is not important. Don't hear me saying that. 
it just doesn't justify us before him. So as we wrap up here, Peter is a great example for us today. He wasn't perfect. He failed more than once, but he always followed Christ. He didn't let his shortcomings get in the way or slow him down. And we would do well to walk in the same boldness that Peter had and the same faith that Peter had. So how can you do that today? When you fall, will you get back up? Will you keep your eyes off the circumstances around you and keep them on Christ? Make sure that you do that today. Thank you for listening to this episode. If it blessed you, would you share it with a friend or another one of your favorite episodes? Share it with a friend or a family member and head over to RyanSHoward.com to find more episodes. Thanks again for listening. God bless and we'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and you can help spread the word by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with your friends. Visit RyanSHoward.com to learn more about living the intentional, influential, and impactful life you were created for.